think uh, it's within the right of each and every voter who feels that uh, there was no adherence to the provisions of the Electoral Act to do that. I think that's important because in the long run, these are provisions that allow us to strengthen our electoral system with the sole intention of strengthening our democratic system. Now, uh, of course, we, as the Interministerial Committee on Elections, we think uh, we, uh, we have satisfied ourselves even before the elections that the IEC has done its best to comply with the Constitutional Court order on the issue on the addresses, but also they have done uh, everything within their power to make sure that the, 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 the conditions are conducive for conducting free and fair elections without disadvantaging or disenfranchising anyone in the, uh, the area of Togo. And we think uh, if there are hiccups or maybe if there are glitches that have been picked up, it's within the right of those aggrieved, I mean, to process those accordingly. And just looking at some of the issues, um, and also if you could tell us, uh, because uh, we spoke to you severally before the elections, and uh, you are on record saying that you would address these issues after the elections. So uh, right now, what are some of the outstanding cases from various parts of the countries concerning municipal or provincial demarcation boundaries? Yes, uh, we correctly saw, uh, started long before the elections, and as you have correctly cited, we undertook to continue with other outstanding issues. Uh, as you know, we still have outstanding issues in all newly amalgamated uh, municipalities. These are issues that have to do with transition. But also we have outstanding issues in Buwane, where we know there was an impasse around the demarcation board decision. We uh, have agreed with uh, key stakeholders in the affected area that uh, beyond the elections, uh, we will be engaging to find an amicable and a pragmatic solution to the impasse in the area. And, uh, of course, in the long run, we will be looking at the constitution now of new municipal councils. As you know, uh, we are, uh, of course, enjoined by the constitution to make sure that uh, we assist provinces as well as uh, local municipalities, as they strive to establish functional municipalities that will continue to realize the object of local government as outlined in our constitution. So we will be doing those as part of our uh, constitutional mandate. And we know that uh, you'll have, uh, uh, there will be 14 days in uh, which to establish uh, some of these processes, but do you foresee any challenges in dealing with it? No, look, uh, by the way, we are building on on the, a solid uh, foundation of 15 years of uh, a system that worked, a local government system that worked, and on the basis of the experience that we have accumulated hitherto, I don't, I don't foresee any major challenge. I know currently there is hype around uh, a, a creation of coalition when necessary, but the reality of the matter is that uh, in the last administration, I mean, the, the municipal elections of 2011, ushered in the, uh, 32 uh, hang municipalities out of uh, 278 municipalities that we had. This time around, out of uh, 257 municipalities that we have, we have now uh, 27 hang municipalities. So the experience acquired 
from the uh, 2011 administration. We think it's adequate enough to carry us through this particular transition. And uh, what are the provisions if uh, there is failure to appoint the new mayors and councillors within the prescribed 14-day period? What happens then? Look, uh, we, we, of course, that, that's a relevant question, Sakina, but we are very optimistic because apparently there is a commitment from all parties that uh, uh, they, they will strive to ensure that uh, service delivery is not compromised. So we are very optimistic that that will happen within, as it happened in 2011, that will happen within the prescribed period. In case where there, 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 there is no progress, uh, uh, where I mean uh, the, those who are in leadership position are unable to, to realize the required majority to take decisions around the, the constitution or the configuration of the new of the municipal councils then the, we will invoke the provision of Section 139, which is properly so complemented by, 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 by the Structures Act provision, uh, section, the, the, uh, where section, uh, section 35 of the Structures Act, which provides for catering provision in terms of a municipality that says to run the affairs uh, of, of, of its own administration and leading to the failure of that municipality to comply to its constitutional mandate will invoke those provisions. Uh, so what are those provisions, Minister? What, what would happen literally after that what, period? What, what happens, to be precise, Sakina, the, the MEC through Section 139 is empowered to appoint an administrator or administrators just to ensure that that municipality runs up until its appropriate uh, constitution. So those are those are the provisions that we are looking at. Working together, of course, with the political parties affected or independent candidates affected, independent councillors are affected in those municipalities. Um, uh, please bear with me, but uh, does that mean then, so you appoint an administrator after those 14 days to make sure that things continue to run in the municipality, but what happens if the parties are unable to find each other and they are unable as such to form a government? What then happens? Look, uh, the unfortunate will happen. Uh, of course, that will take us to a dissolution. And I know a dissolution then got its, but that is the last result, Sakina. A dissolution got its own uh, uh, ramifications uh, in as far as calling for the new establishment and conducting uh, rerun or by-elections in those municipalities. But that is uh, a last resort in as far as we are concerned. How long before you get to that provision? Remember, after the 14 days of uh, the establishment of your category A and B municipalities, We'll have to accord uh, another 14 days to Category C municipalities. That's uh, what we refer to as district municipalities. So obviously, determination of an appropriate time will happen after that particular period. So we, we can't come to a specific conclusion now and say there's no special provision in our legislation on the duration that this process can take. But after the determination of the, uh, the, the provincial a relevant uh, executive committee member, uh, obviously in consultation, of course, with the minister that I'm currently leading, a determination will be made. And just finally, Minister, overall, um, uh, as uh, the Department of Cooperative Governance, are you satisfied with the way in which these elections were conducted? Indeed, uh, Sakina, I I think we we must commend 
the, the, the participation of our people in this important uh, democratic exercise. But also commend the maturity displayed by the political uh, parties and uh, independent candidates. Uh, I think the elections were conducted in a very uh, 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 appropriate uh, atmosphere, atmosphere dominated by, by political tolerance, tolerances. And I think we, we are more than happy, and our, our happiness has been confirmed by all those who, who observed I mean, these particular elections, but also as we have seen the reaction of, uh, of, of the markets and the credit ratings, I mean, to the outcome of this election. All that uh, is a very big uh, positive story for, 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 for our, our constitutional democracy. And I think these uh, uh, elections, if, if any, anything has to be said, uh, were a groundbreaking uh, elections.